0: Welcome to the Queensland racing preview. I'm your host Nick Heathkit, and I'm joined by Shane Churleo, who moonlights as MJ, and he's finally got a little bit of merch hanging over the Wink Sprint, and he's got uh, the holy on the great man Michael Jordan, to get himself in the zone and betting, mate. You look like a new man with the yep. buzz cut.
1: Yep, um, had a real deep dark search into the soul after Saturday night at Toowoomba. Might change my handle from Toowoomba Tips to anything, but um, so I thought I'd have a fresh. I, have a, I was going to just shave my beard. I got this number three blade. I was going to have a little shave of the beard just to trim it up a little. And um, I thought, and I started shaving the side of my head as well. And I thought i will just take it all off. My wife's a hairdresser, and she didn't have a number three blade. She only had a number four. So you can probably see there. I thought I'd gone a little bit shorter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Really easy. I, I thought you were
0: trying to get a lightning strike in the, in the side of your head like all the kids do.
1: I'll do that. Yeah, that'll come up. I see a few footy players run that sort of fade, don't they, nowadays? A few of the AFL players. I reckon yeah. the, um, the, hair, the haircut and shave is probably not 10 years off your
0: life. You're a freshman.
1: Yeah, that's, I'm glad because it, it's, the weekend's betting put 10 years on my life, so I'm squared <laughs> square <laughs> up and I'm ready to go again. Ready to go. Now
0: uh, the races this weekend are at Royal Ipswich. uh, It's notoriously a leader's track. You have to be a pretty good horse or come off a a slow run race and run over the top of bad horses to win from behind. There, Um, it's a meeting that I've usually liked over the past few years. With some, you know, some stronger Sydney horses or Melbourne horses coming up. But obviously, COVID, it's it's not not quite the case, and it's a little bit of the same horses running around against each other, but on a more leader's tra- track. Is that the way you sort of see the, see the meeting?
1: Yes. Um, obviously, there won't be 80,000 people there this w- this week like there normally is at this track. This is one of the biggest meetings in, in Queensland for, for festivities. Um, you know, the standard sort of black suit with white shoes and white belt and white sunnies get a real good run at this meeting. <laughs> um, you know, the the infield in is just full of people and it's always a bit mad. But, um, you know, this is... this this meeting will be about the horses and um it does lack a little bit of flair um this meeting this year unfortunately because as these horses are going around a bit of a ho-hum sort of affair and you know there's sort of black type on offer if you like for a, a few horses um whatever that means to the pages of the breeding buffs but um yeah look it's one of those things it's which is if it's if it stays uh fine it will be um you know on a good track the you know, horses that find the front will definitely be able to have an advantage kicking off that corner in that short straight.
0: Yeah, the weather report looks really, really good up in uh, Queensland, and with true, I think it will play pretty well. Let's look at the race seven, the eyeliner. Boom, Zara's opened up favourite at four forty. Mister Bellagio four eighty six dollars. Deep image Panino six fifty. Bandipur ten dollars. Tarzan seventeen and longer the rest, I would have thought um, there's enough genuine speed up here, up up in front with Tarzan, uh, up in front for Barry One.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's, it's, a, it's a messy speed map up front. Um, there's a number of horses that will be forward, I suppose. You've got Tarzan, Mashani Hustler, Fiery Heights, Boom Sara, Monsieur Gustave. depending on which version of him turns up, Deep Image is another one who's you know takes a normally takes a couple of strides to sort of he straps and get going and moving forward. So nice bit of speed there, uh, definitely um, should be fireworks early. Boom Sarah, come up favourite. You mentioned um, interesting. I thought it was disappointing. That I, I thought it raced initially watching the race. Um, what do they call that race down at Grafton? There, there were morning uh, initially yep. watching. I thought the horse raced okay, you know, considering it was first up 1,200. It was, you know, I had the one trial, it led. And when I look at the sectional data on punting form, it's pretty disappointing, I thought, really. Um, probably entitled to finish off a little bit better. Um, so there was sort of no money for it late either. It did sort of drift a bit late. And it was, I think there was a tiny bit. I think there was money for it early. And then it was like 13s to 21s. Um, you know, there was a fluck raced on speed and got run over comfortably in the end. Um, yeah, I think this is more about the speed map and how the track's playing throughout the day, uh, more so than trying to find a you know a distinctive sort of bet early for me on this one. I've gone through the field and I don't know sort of what to make of it. I thought on its best a horse like Deep Image would be sort of really hard to beat, but from the gate, it's going to have to do a pair of work and I'm not sure... You know, whether it's going to be able to do that from out there and still win. So, a little bit up in the air on this race. It's uh, plenty of angles. Um, You know, we spoke about it being a leader's track, and then you look at a horse like Penino, um, who's going to get back a little bit and going to need some luck. Um, You know, and if he does get it, he can definitely, he's a definitely leading chance, or she's a definitely, definitely a leading chance in this race. Mm, I
0: thought um, even a horse like, Bandipurr, like a horse that's going to be strong late, would even surprise here. And I think, yeah, it's the early, early part of the race will tell the tale here. And it might even, for the, the Betfair and players, uh, once once sort of the field position is established early in the race, you might be able to um, tune into the right sort of horse then. But, yeah, it's not the traditional line-liner by any stretch of the imagination. But, yeah, I can see why you like Deep Image. Um and I guess yeah, Brad Stewart's the the obvious form rider up there, and yeah, really is a disappointing eyeliner. And looking across the card, it's yeah, it's, it's just disappointing all around, which is uh, it's a bit of a shame because yeah, I used to love I love the love the card there. The Gay Waterhouse Classic, Jamie uh, Jamie Lady three hundred and sixty, multage five dollars, Solar Star nine hundred and fifty, Shalwa twelve, River Racer thirteen. Richie Frank twelve, Jamaican Rain fifteen, Amasida seventeen, uh, Escape to Paris eighteen dollars, uh, Persuader a horse that I've found before twenty six dollars, and Strom twenty six dollars. Which we leaning here, and what what we thoughts here?
1: Oh, um, pretty similar to the. To that uh, to the discussion of race seven, really, I thought the speed map was the first thing I've worked on when the fields came out. Um, you know, you got a horse like Jamie Lady who led, and um, I suppose it's fair that you could probably say dictate a little bit last time. Um, I certainly didn't go, I still went minus two, I suppose, to the 600 um, in that race, but it was sustained effort from here. Uh, you know, th- I don't know, about the 1300, I suppose, or the 1350. Sort of take into consideration here the track. It's a little bit tighter turning track, a little bit more favourous to leaders. So if it does lead, it's, you know, is it a genuine 13? It's a 1350 metres around a leaders track as opposed to, say, a 1350 at, at uh, Eagle Farm, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, more time. A bigger straight, more time for the back markers to work into it and then, you know, hit top gear. Um you know, this horse has had, had one go at the 13, at a 1,300. It's, it was like a length and three quarters off Invincibella um, in Erythea in, in the Gold Coast. Phillies and mares, million-dollar race, magic million. So, you know, it's got the right sort of form. Um, obviously, that little bit of question mark just based on how much pressure it's going to cop. Um, looks the leader originally, and then I sort of looking at horses like Chalwa and Jamaican Rain from wider gates who don't have an option, they have to go forward. Um, you know, do, can Jammy lady sit off them third and just, you know, get the gun run? It you know possibly could. Um, if that's the case, does that bring Jamaican rain into the race? Um, you know, if the lead's up for grabs and it's able to find the top, you know, has got some really good figures, um, you know, at, at this sort of 14 1,500-metre distance range, which obviously the wide gate could well work into its favour. Tegan will be positive on it. So, um, you know, it's sort of one horse that I thought might be a bit over the odds. That's the tricky part there. Two horses I mentioned out of the Eagle Farm meeting that um, on the last video that sort of come here is Rosie Posey and Akage. Um, I'm probably leaning to waiting for those two horses in something a little bit easier than this. Both of them will be third up next time. Um... Oh, Rosie Posey's had a little bit of a couple of runs, but a cut and a little bit of time between us last run, sorry, and, and this run. So, um, you know, there were a couple that I mentioned out of that last meeting that I thought would run a right next start, but um, probably not in this grade. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought. But yeah, sort of a little bit tricky again. And um, yeah, probably the one, the one that I thought was a big price was Jamaican Rain. I could definitely see it starting a little hell of a lot shorter.
0: Mm. Yeah, I i think Jami Lade is a horse to beat. Uh that'd need a fair bit of bad luck or if they overdo it in front. I thought Strome off the fresh and backing the trip from the Port yeah, was sort of knock out odds to inform Jamaican Reign. Definitely you can forgive that that horse. Persuader wasn't on the track last start, uh was it around the twenty six dollar mark. And another horse that caught my eye was Skate to Paris. Uh it's got a nice little uh Nice little draw, Barrier 6 there, Huxable on for Larry Cassidy. I think it it might get touched the market skate the Paris um, if they can settle a little bit uh, closer forward. As we sort of said, it's yeah, it's only just race here and there's a lot of horses that uh, you know, aren't quite at their top. I'd say Jack is at its top, but apart from that, is, um, yeah, there's big question marks over a lot of these runners. Any, uh, any thoughts on on Skating to Paris?
1: I suppose it just gets looks to get a few map favours there. Um, like you mentioned, um, um, yeah. Look, there's a few horses there that you sort of you got to go sort of go back a long way into their form to sort of find the runs that give them their chance, isn't there? So, um, mm. you know, some tricky gates as well. It, it's it is, it isn't, it's a not an easy, not an easy, these two races that we're looking at here, both at listed levels aren't the easiest races to sort of work out, but um, one, yeah, and one thing about this, um, about Ipswich, which I just mentioned earlier, um, about the track and how it plays, like, it, it has sort of seemed to settle down pretty well since its renovation. It seems to be racing fair, but we've seen, one. we have seen a lot of small fields and a lot of, you know, midweek slash Sunday sort of meetings, which have been pretty low, to be honest, so... Yeah, you know, this will be a real chance to see you know, how the track plays, you know, with these better quality horses engaged. Um, you know, even you've got horses like Mugtaja in this race who started uh, $4 favourite, I think, against uh, V-Jammy Lady last start. Probably just gets us, probably settles a tiny bit closer here with a bit of a suck sucker a long run from gate four, which I think is what that horse needs. I think it's got a bit of a short sprint on it. So, yeah, there's plenty of angles here. Um so I'm not, yeah, I'm not 100% convinced either way just yet. But um, Jamaican rain, I think, will start mm. shorter than current quote. Now, this week you got Dolby Thursday, you've got Gold Coast
0: Saturday, Ipswich Saturday afternoon and then Toowoomba night. How are you going to handle those meetings and are you going to do early plays
1: for some or what's your, yeah. what's your strategy? Um. Uh, won't be going too hard too early. Dolby, um, Dolby had had we have had some rain up here, so the rail goes out from the six hundred to the three hundred. It's a bit of a um, wet patch or whatever they call it um, <laughs> that uh, around that area. So the rail sort of moves. Uh, look, at, they've tossed up a heavy nine, so they'll walk the track in the morning, and if they're going to call them off, they'll do so twenty minutes before race one. <laughs> um, <laughs> So a little bit, little bit different surface out at Dolby. Sticky sort of black ground out there when it gets a bit of moisture in it and it sits around a little. So we'll just go, we won't go too hard too early at Dolby. Um, probably a few plays at Rockhampton on Friday for the provincial set. Their uh, Rockhampton Cup meeting there on Friday. Um, doesn't look a bad card. Um, I've been doing that card up today. Um so, yeah, and then we've got the Gold Coast meeting Saturday afternoon. Toowoomba Saturday night, well, um, I'll just be um, – I'll be treading warily there. I sort of went into Toowoomba with a full head of steam last week and a few, lot of early plays, and we got a couple of bad beats and a couple of race or race in particular where we've had two bets and our saver bet won and a, a good result ran second. So, um, just – just – it's a little bit of a trick on these Saturday night meetings now. As I mentioned, you know, they've got the best jockeys go to – will be at Ipswich. The next level of jockeys will be going to the Gold Coast and then you've got the sort of third tier riding it to Wilma on the Saturday night. So, got to take that all into account um, to see sort of making sure they're back in the right horse and jockey combos again this week where we can. So, what maybe. about the uh... – the first,
0: second and third tee callers up in Queensland. There's been some controversy about
1: uh, Josh, what's your name, Josh Fleming and Digital Fowler. I did read that on Twitter. Um, I was in the minority there. Like if, <laughs> if I had to have, I have an opinion that I think that, that David Fowler is the best caller. That's my opinion based on how I like to bet or if I'm betting in the run and who I like to listen to. I like Fowler's sectional time interjections like he does with the trots. I enjoy that. A lot of people on Twitter hate it. Um, I don't like listening to, to Josh yell two horses' names at a head and head for the last hundred. Like, that's just me, personal preference. I'm mm. um, not sure there's any truth to it, though. Um, bit of contr- I, I think Racing Queensland's um, relationship with Sky Channel has a lot bigger issue than who's calling uh, races on a Saturday. If I had my way, I'd get um, his Twitter handles at Yandra Hornet, um, who call, uh, Brett Moody, who calls out at uh, Dolby and those sort of places. He's got some great sayings that he runs, you know, during the races. Would, I'd listen to him all day. Um, uh, bit of a breeding buff and loves a jockey challenge and he calls like it too, so it's always entertaining.
0: Yandra <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Hornet.
1: One of his favourites is if a horse is trapped wide. He says he's the bird on the bicky tin. I hadn't even heard that. <laughs> uh, hopefully, he's calling tomorrow. Uh, at, uh, sorry, at Thursday at Dolby. So, yeah. Look, I don't know. There's plenty of there's plenty of other dramas up here. One of the things about these race callers is that the BRC, uh, Brisbane Racing Club. They actually negotiate their vision rights separately to the rest of the state. Uh, that racing Queensland negotiate, so we could have we could effectively have racing in Queensland uh, metropolitan racing in Queensland covered by Sky and the rest of Queensland covered by Racing.com, for example. Or staggering, staggering. staggering.
0: Mm.
1: Yes. Anyway, least
0: of our worries. No. Exactly. All right. Best of luck. Uh, there'll be a, a mailbag email. If you haven't uh, joined up to the mailbag email on Friday last week, tipped a couple of winners out for free. So just head to mailbag.com.au to get the free best around the state. And Curls will drop his best bet in via the email in there. But at the moment, it looks like it's Jamie Lady in the Gay Waterhouse Classic. We're pretty keen on. Uh, I don't mind. Skate to Paris from an each way perspective. And in the eyeliner, lukewarm play
1: Oh Excuse me I have to have a bet Panino A
0: little bit on Panino And I think Bandipur Might be uh, Might be a good roughie there But uh, I'd be betting In very very small units Across the Switch card That's for sure Curls Thanks for joining me uh, Make sure you, What I don't know what you're going to do With that uh, That Michael Jordan towel I don't know what you do with it In your
1: spare time But uh, It looks very good I'll be straightening it up for a start and um, I'll be putting it. You might have to get the iron out. Yeah. And I'd much rather be looking at it in, in the reflection than looking at winks anyway. As long as you get your hair cut, sorry, you'll be right. All sweet. All the fine. <laughs> See you, mate. See you, mate. Bye.